Toyota Australia still cannot tell you when or even if you can finally have that new 300 series Land Cruiser which has been giving you that distinctive TP in your trousers, metaphorically, for all these months on lockdown endlessly. And there's no need to stand up and identify yourself, introw TP dude. It's good enough that you know who you are. Toyota dealers have been told on pain of death or presumably some other equally unpalatable penalty that they have to hold on to their limited supply of 300 series demonstrators for six months minimum so that over-enthusiastic intra-TP types, such as you perhaps, cannot just spray some cash up and down the dealership and thereby jump the 300 series acquisition queue, which presently stretches well beyond the horizon. I'm John Cadogan from autoexpert.com.au and I get new cars cheap for buyers here in Australia. Website for that, obviously. Or you can just click the card that, uh, well, that the Lord Jesus himself will cause to appear miraculously somewhere out there. Unless you're a sinner or using an iOS device, like, same thing, dude. Car industry executives and politicians, they sing from roughly the same bullshit hymn book, right? And the media has become little more than just a transcription service. It just leaves one scratching one's head, I guess. Whatever the intellectually honest truth is, these dudes just run with anything that seems conveniently plausible. Four years makes a great headline, but any suggestion that the reported situation in Japan could be repeated in Australia is just plain wrong. Allocation is market-specific, always has been, so I expect, based on our plan, that we will have another successful year for Land Cruiser in 2022. Sean Hanley there, the big cheese of spin for Toyota. Australia. He's using rather a lot of words basically to confirm that he confidently has no fucking idea when you can actually take possession of the 300 series upon which you have just slapped down a big fat stack of casharoonie. Yes. And now the icing on the cake of corporate fertilizer. Given this is an evolving situation, we will not be confirming orders until they can be matched to a specific production month. Evolving situation. Meaning a problem which has been thus far resistant to all of our half-assed attempts at unfuckery. So the bottom line here is that you can order a 300 series Land Cruiser right now, today. But they cannot tell you when or if it will be made or when or if you might actually get it. Sounds like a plan, doesn't it? Like, where do I sign? Take my money, dude. You know it's serious when they've had to convene a virtual media roundtable of domesticated motoring press, comment constrained by their collective addiction to Toyota's advertising revenue, during a lockdown to spin the shit out of not being able to supply the first new Land Cruiser in 14 long years, in addition to right-hand drive production of said vehicle being inexplicably cancelled for September and October, and presumably counting. I'm not kidding about any of this. Like, it's pretty serious if you're in the market. 
Toyota is, of course, an 84-year-old multinational corporation that makes more than 9 million vehicles annually. And it has just shy of 400,000 employees and half a trillion US dollars in assets. It's richer than some countries. There's a city in Japan named after it. Like, they're funny like that. In practice, Toyota's resources are unlimited. And therefore, anything it gets wrong is kind of, by definition, an own goal. A weapons-grade upfuck by any other name. Entities such as this, they play by different rules than you or I. They have the resources to do virtually anything that they put their mind to. And their main game, let's not forget, is making, distributing and selling cars. So this is not exactly a novel undertaking for Toyota. Semiconductor shortage? Like, buy a computer chip manufacturer, dudes. It's not as if you don't have the cash. Therefore, this is even worse than the way they botched the RAV4 hybrid rollout. And Jesus, that was epic. With global demand for new vehicles recovering much faster than anticipated since late 2020, semiconductor suppliers haven't been able to keep up. That's the cheese there, again, playing the not-our-fault card, seemingly. Well, allow me to retort, your Breenus. I don't think that's exactly what happened, dude. Like, really, I don't. My impression of it is that senior executive douchebags in the car industry, A, kept screwing computer chip manufacturers right down on price, making the low-tech and borderline obsolete chips typically used in automotive control systems, making them among the least profitable chips ever made by semiconductor manufacturers. And B, when the pandemic hit, those same auto industry douchebags, mainly bean counters, they reduced their computer chip orders because they forecast a substantial drop in demand for new cars globally. That never actually occurred because, finger on the pulse, reality sent the divorce papers through, like, whatever, they got it wrong. At the same time, C, demand surged for the more profitable computer chips typically used in computers, gaming consoles, and TVs. And that was mainly because most of the developed world was working from home now and under a sort of light version of house arrest in its downtime, thanks to COVID. Pretty easy decision for chip makers, right? Devote production resources to the chips that make the most profit where demand had skyrocketed as opposed to make the ones that they keep getting need in the nuts on for cars. And D, for douchebag, at least they're consistent, car industry shot callers left themselves incredibly vulnerable to exactly this kind of supply chain disruption by cutting costs at all costs instead of just spending just a tiny amount more and managing risk effectively by diversifying. So no, your Breenus, I cannot agree with your proposition that Toyota is somehow a victim here, except, like every other car maker in this position, a victim of its own strategic 
stupidity. Toyota understands your frustration and I sincerely apologise for these delays. I want to thank you for your patience and assure you we are doing everything we can to get you behind the wheel of your new Toyota as soon as possible. The distinctive veneer of egg on the face there flowing from having to apologise to all of those would-be customers, which Toyota still absurdly calls guests. And I know, like, lost in translation, right? And half apologising for its Keystone Cops-like inability to actually come good on supplying a single 300 series to a customer. To a single Australian customer. In exchange for, you know, money. Like... You had one job, dude. Get Jim Hansen on the line, I'd suggest, stat. Because, it seems to me, we need to upgrade to a higher level of Muppet. No reference to individuals as made, personal opinion, talking about corporations and their conduct only. And I say half apologising here because a corporate apology is an apology with a hidden agenda, right? It's not like when you sincerely apologise to another human. It's written by a spin doctor to engineer a result for the company. It's hardly an example of heartfelt contrition and please forgive us with no strings attached. It just doesn't work that way. What this means, right, is that just 500 Land Cruiser 300s have been hand-picked to prick tease you here in the formerly lucky country <laughs> for the foreseeable future. And you will not be buying one of those. Not anytime soon. They're essentially going to be dealer demonstrators. All of them, all below the line promo cars. The official Toyota 300 series prick tease fleet. Yes. Toyota Shitsville has 330 dealers, I think. So that's... Uh... Laplace transform of the eigenvector minus a hyperboloid of revolution times the flux minus the integral of Fourier squared is what? Uh, roughly one 300 series prick tease demo for every dealer, except of course the big city dealers with the compromising photographs from the last dealer conference, which might get two vehicles. Oh, what a frigging feeling. We will continue to work closely with our global production team to secure as many vehicles as possible for Australia. I imagine they said something like that, like philosophically aligned anyway, in the control room in Pripyat on the 26th of April, 1986. Like, we'll work closely with authorities to ensure the township regains full functionality as quickly as possible, and we sincerely apologise for any inconvenience. Pretty tough job when you think about it, being press secretary for Chernobyl in the mid to late 80s. This performance of Toyota's with the 300 is therefore roughly equivalent to that of ScoMo on bushfires or vaccines or quarantine. Like, it's not a race, except for the fact that it is a fucking race. The intellectual dishonesty here is, in my view, breathtaking, personal opinion. It's a weapons-grade fuck-up, this rollout, neatly wrapped in the cloak of virtue. Like, not really our fault, but we're sorry, but this has happened. <laughs> Denying any liability, the corporate way. And nobody in the media is calling them out on it. Not even a little bit. 
This, I'd suggest, is exactly what bad incentives look like commercially in the media. It's why ordinary people hate journalists. You've got nine Fairfax and news and every other half-baked informational sewage treatment plant down on its knees gagging for Toyota's considerable advertising revenue. And every journalist is shit scared of upsetting that apple cart. And if you think the dynamics of this situation does not inform the tone of the reports on this, dude, you are insane. All you get out there in the audience is the regurgitation of this sanitised corporate horseshit. This is a gross disservice to you, right? These clowns have dropped the ball. Again, and no comment about individuals is made here, right? It's a corporate conduct comment thing, obviously. At an individual level, I get the impression that Toyota is mainly stacked with people trying pretty hard to do the best job they can. And likewise with individual journalists, many of whom I know, it's the SOP around these undertakings that is bilaterally broken. Irrespective, Toyota has advised its Schittsvillian dealers that they must hold the first wave of Prick T's 300s. And that should be a limited edition. Like you could sell a VX Prick T's for 20 grand extra easy. And it's just a badge and a logo with, I don't know, a, a dancer on a pole or something like that. Imagine the implied kudos at Dingo Piss Creek when you rock up in a prick tease 300 Sahara, one of only 500 that will ever be made. Your Brinus is, of course, welcome to run with this suggestion. And I, hey, I know you're watching, dude. It's okay. Dealers have to hang on to these first prick tease demos for six months minimum, okay? Even if some VIP Coke dealer guest starts, I don't know, stacking Samsonites full of 50s on the forecourt, eclipsing the sun eventually in an attempt to drive away early in a 300. And I really would like to see that. How many, we could run a bet, couldn't we? How many cases before they cave in? One, maybe two, probably not three. Wouldn't take that long. They're not too big on self-restraint dealers, just saying, as a breed. So, all the existing 300 series Schittsvillian pre-orders have been scrapped unceremoniously, and now an allegedly fairer, allegedly even leveler playing field has been emplaced, following a heartfelt, we fucked up, but we're still excited that you want one, kind of quasi-apology to those for whom deposits had already been taken. From whom deposits had already been taken. On this new playing field, which is virtually a granite surface plate, only obviously made of bullshit, there's no allocation of vehicle to the would-be intrao TP guest, i.e. you, nor is there any estimate on delivery time frame. This is the tree falling in the forest and nobody's there to hear it. So you're committing your money now to the firm concept of the definite maybe of getting a 300 series possibly sometime in the future, perhaps before the heat death of the friggin' universe, but hey, no promises on that, okay? Please. Imagine if the Keystone Cops operated a car factory where Groucho Marx was the shop steward and the Three Stooges ran production logistics. 
I'd suggest it's no longer a real stretch, is it? Toyota Schittsville recently admitted to delays of up to six months on Hilux and up to 10 months on the Jurassic 70 series and 10 months also on RAV4 Hybrid, itself a vehicle that has spent more time unable to be supplied than actually for sale during its life cycle to date, seemingly. But they're unwilling to ballpark 300 series delivery timeframes, so it's got to be pretty bad, hasn't it? This is simply the latest in a rolling sequence of yes ministerial botches from the big T down under, lovingly massaged and stuffed back into the underwear of news by those Olympian hooverers of advertising revenue we know and love in the mainstream motoring media. Well done, dudes. And you wonder why people don't trust corporations, the media or politicians.